Welcome to Tired Moms Talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's one of my. I love that. Like a heart attack. Okay, no. Not like a heart attack. Not like a heart attack. No heart attacks. Yeah, I take it back. I take it back. Hi, ladies. Hi. I feel I like I have summer all summer. <laughs> it's really Seriously. not been all summer, but okay. <laughs> it kind of has. No, it's it's been a. It, it when's the last time you guys heard these amazing voices? Well, what have you guys been doing that's been keeping us all too apart? much? I think that's probably why we feel like it's been a long time. Probably. I've been doing a tour, you know, of the United States of these Americas. That's what I've you been have. doing. Where have you yeah. gone? I've been to Florida like three times, Virginia twice. Wait, wait hold on. Why? Why, why Florida uh, three times? You why Florida three times? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh-huh. And then Virginia twice. I've been doing the South. I've been playing the South a lot. She's been Florida. dibbling and dabbling in COVID in the South. <laughs> Give you a take a test because you just dipping your foot in the COVID ocean. Wash with that governor they have. Why you doing that? In New Orleans, yes, I've been in the South a lot for this summer, right? So let yeah. me ask you a question. You being in the South a lot this summer, right? Um, yeah. You got the you got the South bug, like a lot of these New Yorkers do, when they just pick up and be like, I'm not taking this anymore. It's rats. New Yorkers too. Expensive. I'm moving away from my house. So I would say this to you. Going to Virginia, I realized that I do not want to live in that like suburban secluded life because I'm very scared of getting old. And I feel like when you get into that. Hey, what's wrong with getting old? I'm old. (laughs) But I just don't want to. I still want to be connected to you know, these streets. The and energy, so, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, it's it's something to say about living in the city and the energy that comes about when you live in the city. Mm-hmm. However, I do recognize, though, I do want more space. Not for myself, yeah. but for my daughter. Who's no, a you can say for you college. Can, you can say yeah. for yourself. Occasionally, I think if it was just me and my husband, I'm quite oh, fine living in, like, one of these smanchy, fancy apartment buildings. And Jordan is 20, you know. You know, she is acting like she's 20, but I mean, she is, you know, I recognize when she goes to other people's homes, she gets excited, right? And right. if she's getting excited, that means that that's something that she, she wants mm-hmm. and she's just not really articulating it to me, mm-hmm. to us. So, um, there's been a, I mean, we have a new focus about just going ahead and trying to find something, but I don't want to live too far from New York City at all. I'm not driving an hour to New York City. I'm just not doing it. So there's still with Jersey <laughs> for you. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not doing, I'm not doing an hour to, to the city. So it is Jersey for us. Um, what is it about but, an hour that, that is upsetting? 
because I feel like it's too long. It's too much of my time. Like I just need to get to where I need She's to a get typical to. New Yorker. Like she wants yeah. to go to A and B and be quick and yeah. Plus it's done. two hours because if you have to drive in an hour, that means it's back in an it's hour. Cool. I don't want to deal with that. Like I went and I visited my brother in Virginia and it took us like an hour just to get to DC. And I'm like, this is madness. I mean, that's not really that bad. Cause when you think about getting on a train, if you work in the city, it's 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. So it's only mm-hmm. like a few minutes. It's not that long. Maybe driving through like the backwards of Virginia, not to say that's where you were, might that's make high- you feel a little longer. Yeah. Thing. It was a lot of highway driving, and I think that seeing the the same thing kind of makes it boring as opposed to you driving through the city and back. Right. That makes it a little bit more interesting. Because your prior job, when I came to your job from downtown, it took yeah. me 45 minutes to get there. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And I think I'm also a little bit spoiled, right? Like, I, where I live now, I walk to work. Yeah, yeah. like... Like, everything is in close proximity to me. So I'm like, why the fuck am I giving that up? I don't want to give that shit up. So I've gotten a bit comfortable and complacent. So now it's, you know. So I will tell you, I was there, right? I used to live, like, I want to say six blocks from from Ella's um, daycare. I used to get to Midtown from my apartment in 15 minutes. Everything was right there. The convenience was amazing. And, and then I was done and it didn't, the convenience didn't matter to me anymore. Like it just, it mattered so much until it didn't matter anymore. And I realized that I just didn't want to raise a child in New York city anymore. I just felt like everything, and and people may not look at it this like this, but just for her to play with people, I had to schedule it. Like it had to be scheduled. There had to be a play date and it had to be in the park because we don't have an outdoor space. I I just wanted my kids to be able to be like, like for instance, today they were driving me crazy and my daughter's best friend came over and I was just like, go outside, go outside, please just go. I don't see how, just go outside. They can go, they can be in their own spaces, not be in my face. And also I'll tell you last week I had to go into the city and I was hemming and hawing on whether or not I should drive in Lawrence. My husband was like, don't drive. It's going to rain. And that was the day of that insane storm. Wow. Took the train in. My, long, my, my railroad experience was fine. And then got off the train. And I called Dana. So she, she knew what happened right after. But I got off the train and was go- heading to the ACE. And immediately saw like a bunch of MTA workers standing and was like, okay, something's going on. And one of them started to gag. And why she was gagging is because somebody had defecated right there where I had to walk past. And I, I've been taking the subway since I was 13 or 14 years old in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Never, I was always that person that was like, I'll never stop taking the subway. I had friends and my sister included who were like, ugh, don't take the subway. And I used to look at them like they were crazy. That was my limit. I reached my limit in that moment. And I just feel like the city especially is changing in a weird kind of way. Like New York's still great, but the homeless problem is a huge problem. Yeah. There are a lot of drug addicts on the street. There's open drug use. And it's just, um, there's certain parts of it where I'm just kind of like- It's not appealing anymore. The, for me, at least it's the appeal is, I always wanted to live there. I don't 
I don't want it as much anymore. I rather I'm fine with visiting it. I don't want to live there anymore. You know, I definitely um I think that I I used to want to live in the city a lot when I was younger. Like, oh, I want to live in the city of Manhattan a lot. That left. You know, but I think what what it is is when you have the comfort of like yards and property like you get like I think no, for me, who still I still live in this city like in New York City area, you just get kind of like desensitized because for me, and it could be the path that I'm taking, like it's not that bad. Like I see, I have times where I see it be like, okay, that's crazy. There's definitely wildly way too much. And it's actually sad, like of a, a large homeless population now because yeah. of gentrification and they're closing down these shelters and building luxury apartments. These people have nowhere to go. The beef between the state and the city is ridiculous. And nobody wants to come together. And a lot of these people have mental health issues. So the cops that are even in the train stations and stuff, they're not engaging because they're not mental health experts. No. So yeah. it's really a breakdown of a product of all of that. Because I would say prior to COVID, it was getting bad. But in the period of COVID, I think it just went nuts completely. And I think Absolutely. the cops and everybody just was like, yeah, we can't do nothing. You know, yeah. and they just hands off. So I don't know. We have all these changes in administration. I'm interested to see what this new government structure in New York will do because Ugh. I don't know what to do. All they're just closed. They're building buildings and storage facilities, and that is the sign of the change of a neighborhood. It's really sad. It really what's is. What's my governor's name? This huh? is really bad. But what's our governor's name? Kathy Hochul. Hochul. No, forgive me. I'm sure our listeners are going to be very upset with me, but. Like, I don't know why we, like, I don't even know what the purpose of, like, getting rid of Cuomo, you know, why that was even necessary. From the beginning of time, whether you know they whether, had to. whether those things are true or not true, what I was looking at when all of that was happening was from the beginning of time, that's always been the way to get somebody out of office, a man out of office. I, I don't know a time where it hasn't worked regardless of the trueness of it or, or fakeness of it. it it works every single time mm-hmm. so once you introduce that to me it's a matter it's only a matter of time mm-hmm. yeah but like let I, me see i met this girl in um florida miami and she's from maryland and she was like you know she had her opinion on it and her opinion was like you know she doesn't really care how much of an asshole cuomo was right and he could have very well been an asshole but, I mean, he knew what he was doing when it came down to doing the job of ensuring that certain protections and measures were put in place, especially during this time of COVID and these variants that's, like, popping up. So it's very, I'm very curious to see how this woman is going to move forward in her leadership and directing um, New York State. I hear she has a lot of good ideas. Um, I don't know much about her. I've been kind of reading and asking around, um, but I heard that she was not really um, pushed into the forefront in her role. So she's cleaning house okay. like right now. She's and cleaning house. I was listening to NPR about his relationship with, with MTA in and, and talking about the fact that infrastructure is such a big thing. And clearly that came into play with that storm. And I was listening to her talk about like changes that need to be made as far as like 
DMTA infrastructure. And she, I liked what she was talking about. And she's done a lot of work with women. I want to believe she opened up a home for women, abused women with her mom. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I liked that. So, I mean, I'm not mad at a woman in the role, right? But the push out was odd. The way the way he the way they got rid of him was like, this feels like there's more to this than we realize. But there we'll was a lot know. of like article New York Times articles written about it, and um, I was like, I just can't engage. So it just kind of yeah. like, but I guess we just got to see. But Dana, what'd you do in your break? We saw you on your wait, wait on the Instagram with wow the Instagram and getting old. wow <laughs> okay. I saw you on Instagram with your bikinis and, and your beads. Um. Uh... Son, I feel like every weekend I've had something on my calendar, whether it's a, a party or a shower or something. But earlier in the well, July Fourth weekend, we went to Mexico. But I think we just we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. With Ava, right? Yeah, that's what okay. Ava the racer. And then for our, our six-year wedding anniversary, yes, we went to Antigua, and you know. We had our first vacation alone in, I think, four years. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. It's been that long? Yeah. Because, well, we got married. And then I think we went somewhere for my 30th birthday. And then in between that time, we were looking to buy a house. So we didn't want to go on trips. And then I got pregnant. And then we were still in the house process. So we couldn't travel for a baby moon. So, and then Ava's here now. She comes travels with us. So, yeah, this is our first trip without her. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. It was oh, life changing. You know. <laughs> How did you like Antigua? Ew. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no. it was um it was very necessary. Um now we're kind of just trying to take in the last bits of summer. So how was so, so how like now that you've had your couple vacation four years later like is this something that you guys plan to do moving forward annually biannually? Yeah, I think for our anniversary it'll just be the two of us. Yeah, um, for obvious reasons. Um, and it was kind of it gave a nice little spark back to the relationship. We've just been so tired with work and COVID and Ava and everyone else supporting everyone else that this is the first and and there was no tv in the room and it wasn't really much wi-fi so you were forced to like talk and reconnect and um it was nice it was very nice that sounds awesome i mean so for us my husband loves the beach um and water Mm -hmm. hence us going to florida so often um right because he felt like new orleans wasn't a real vacation because he didn't have the beach but since from year one every anniversary we do like um a getaway just the both of us no kids just yeah yeah an opportunity to reconnect and i think it's important it's very important yeah so annie did you do any traveling yeah well no yeah i think well yeah you had traveled we had traveled we took our break uh spring break Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we traveled to spring break, but you know we still in the middle of a renovation. So between yeah. that and Ella and all her different activities, we just laid low this year and just did stuff with them locally. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are going on vacation for our anniversary slash birthdays that we're planning right now because I, I need to get away from yes, you I need do to get away from these children. Mm-hmm. They 
are driving me nuts. <laughs> like, I can't be him to tell you. I think Jade thinks that I'm her wife. I'm not kidding. She thinks that she and I are married. I'm not kidding. She does. She does. The stuff that she be telling me, I'm like, nah, she yeah. definitely thinks you wifey. Yeah, she thinks that <laughs> she thinks that I'm wifey and I have no right to do anything. Like I literally walk to the the hallway to look for something in the coat closet. And she goes, Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> I'm like, to the coat closet. And I don't know if our listeners, like, I live pretty close to Dana so I'm able to like you know pop over at her house when I want and how I have to get to Dana's <laughs> house if I don't want Jay to know is insane I have to it go is. out a certain exit of the house I have to hide behind the bushes in the cars try to hope that she doesn't see me cross the street and then I'm you know I'll make it to the house and then all of a sudden I'll just see the two big afro puffs in the, window, in the window, <laughs> and you can hear the crying. I love all the way up the block. I love to ask. Oh, yeah, that's enough. I, I realized it's so funny. I had the same thought the other day about, about Mila and her dad because I dropped her off the other day and she walked in and she said, Hi, and she said, Hi, and she said, Where did you go? Why do you have that on? <laughs> Who are you talking to? What are they saying? Mm-hmm. Are you going somewhere? What time are you going to get back? And I'm like, Yes. Yeah. Now is where'd you buy that? She asked me last night where I bought the ironing board, and then can we go back to the store? And I'm like, what would you possibly want from Bed Bath and Beyond? What? You, you know, know she would find something. So can, absolutely. So can I say that being a veteran of like older children that doesn't stop? Like your kids are gonna get older, and they're gonna see oh. you. Just the other day, my son called me and was like, well, how come you can't do this? And where are you? And what's going on? And like interrogating me. And my husband is like, what? Like, what is, what the That's <laughs> wife. That is my wife. Get your own wife. <laughs> Get your and own wife. Like, oh, you know, your kids shouldn't be asking you those questions. And I'm like, yo, it's quite normal. My daughter asks yeah. me those questions. Like, she'll be like, where are you exactly? And how long is it going to take you to get here? You know, so yeah. I'll say to you, as your kids get older, I don't think much is going to change with the question, with those types Great. of questions. <laughs> I haven't even started that phase yet. Oh, it's, it's coming. It's next year, Mara. It's next year. It's coming. It's legit next year. It's coming. I never, knew, I never knew that there were so many questions that could come that could that why could follow. Yeah. 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 She's starting to do that with Adrian. She was like, what's that? Or yeah. what's that? And stuff like that. But I know it's, it's coming. Time. So to wrap it up, what Jade has been doing to me, she's been patronizing me. Um, <laughs> she'll ask me something a million times. And I'll be like, Jesus Christ, Jade, give me a chance. Give me a chance. And she'll go, Jesus Christ, give me a chance. What? Give me a chance. She will mock me. Wow. And I'll like look at her like this, like look at her like, and she'll look back at me like, give you this. Oh, you're upset. Oh, like poor baby. Just because I'm asking you a question. Ah, these kids, guys. They said they were Their personalities is is amazing. Unbelievable. And I'm like, how? I'm like, how do you even know to act and yeah, do things yeah. like that? Um, it's like, a combination of other kids, their parents, yeah, 
uh, Coco Melon. It's a combination of all of those things. Yeah, it is. All of those things. Because Annie, does did Jade ever watch Dora the Explorer? No. Ella was a but, but there's something that Jade says that sounds exactly like a character on Dora the Explorer. What is it? Um, I can't remember what it is. Next time, I, when I, I'm sure I'll end up watching it tomorrow. She, she they definitely emulate what they see. They definitely yeah. emulate what. They see. So this is a very, very quick question and quick, right? Quick, because we got shit to talk about. How y'all feel about Steve? I don't want to talk about it. Did you cry, what, Steve? Later? What happened? Almost. No, how? I'm y'all me in. They're too old. I'm too Trinidadian. Blues Clues. What happened? I heard he came back. He didn't come back, but he put out like a message to everyone. Well, to the people that used our our generation that watched him, basically saying like, you know, in the show I left for college, but you never really got to hear from me since then. And he's like, you know, you guys helped me get through college. I've been thinking about you all these years. I've missed you. You guys have like done more for me than I've done for you. And it was like a genuine, like, like apology. Like I just kind of dipped out on you for 20 years and you haven't seen me since. Even though the show continued, but he was kind of like, he was the OG. He was the OG. Okay. So that makes sense. We're too old because I was on Instagram and people were like crying and I was like, why? I don't, yeah, because he just bounced, and you were like, "Wait, where did Steve go?" He, you and he left. He left you with like his cousin. He yeah. was like, "That's that wasn't the, the only scene we accept is the first one, right?" So yeah. everyone has been kind of weird after. So the you know, I'm very just considerate brought- of him to come back and address his family. I thought it was because I was Trinidadian and I didn't get it, but I mean, then now that makes more sense because yeah, he, it was an age was like, like I was too old. I wasn't watching Blue Schools, but. I did watch it. I googled because the rabbit hole is real, and they had a ten-year reunion special, and they had like the people that created it and teachers, and they talked about how they tested it, and still to this day, it's one of the most effective child education shows. So I'm about to start watching them, MJ. Oh my god, Ava loves it. She loves it. Wait, it's still on? Oh, you like watching with my son? No, there's there's a. There's another guy on now. Still to this day? Yeah. Yes. I just found out that Salt and Pepper had like four kids. They had Paprika, Ginger. Stop. Um, you, think I'm, you think I'm lying. Uh, uh, paprika, was, that paprika was with Steve, but I think recently they had, it was Ginger and somebody else. They had twins. No, stop. Please. And they might have had another one. So that's how long the show has been on. So Salt and pepper. So when he says salt and pepper, yep. I immediately here I am showing my age, right? I started thinking about the rappers. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, salt and pepper got something to do with blue schools. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I thought that for like a split <laughs> second, and then I remembered. I remembered, but at first I was like. They say the salt here. <laughs> no, not the, not them. I'll tell you what we had. You guys had blue schools. And me and Marissa had Ricky Tiki. <laughs> I had Sesame Street. I don't know about you all. <laughs> Ricky Tiki. We had an Indian man used to come on TV. I was on his show. Oh, I went straight. Gil Daddy picked me up from his song and take me to TV. You was on everybody. You was on Total Request Live. It was on Ricky Tiki. Girl. I don't know. They just, you know, it's my mug. Hey, you're throwing your career. You're your career. Oh, Ricky Tiki was an Indian man that used to do a little, a little program for the children. That is where I grew up with. 
When I came to this wow. country, I used to be looking, you know, Sesame Street is what we had. We only had two channels. Yes. So you watch what was on those Sesame channels. In the morning and the evening. Right. And Sesame Street was the yeah. show. But then when you came here and all they had like Bonnie. I used to be like, with oh, Bond. loved yeah. Barney. Same. I, 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 I used to, I used to, Bonnie? I used to sprint home from school. Dana, no. To <laughs> You think I'm joking? <laughs> with, a backpack, with a backpack, like. Yep. <laughs> Facts. Just to see some Barney. And you're not even warm and fuzzy, so you were like singing like the "Love You" songs, and like I would like to yes. see you and you act- Barney. That's what Ava was singing this morning when she was trying to say, "I love you, you love me." She said, "No, I love you, and I love and me love me." <laughs> oh, right. she just loves she loves herself. That's I was right. Like, you got it. Self love all day. You know how I do. You got it. Self love is everything, and that's what we, we did. did our recap summer. of the summer. Riss, you didn't tell us what you did for the summer. Um, work my ass off, mom. Nothing exciting, really. Just you know, the struggle of work and in a high-paced political environment is real and shit is getting real every day. So I just really focus on work. I didn't do too much. You know, it was Labor Day. I did a little, you know, a little fat, a little drink, a little mm-hmm. Johnny. And that's really about it. I don't think I did anything exciting, right? No, I don't okay. think so. Mm, that was it. I'll make up for it next year. Wanted to go to the U.S. Open. Didn't go to the U.S. Open. Definitely, we're next all going year, next year. Because yes. I hear they have great yes. And I'm going to see Naomi. Like, my coworker was like, they have a whole day. He's like, no, they have a whole day for the kids where they give them instructions on tennis. They let them play on the courts and be like little ball boys and ball girls, if that's the appropriate word, or ball day, whatever it is. Ball um, day? I don't know. Oh. But because oh, I can't... I've been struggling because we are instructed to write differently now. So the the pronoun thing has hit. So it takes me like an hour to write an email because I'm so used to putting pronouns in there. And now I can't say he and she. So I have to be like, oh, my God. So that's why I was like, well, he, she, or they. I don't know if they're calling them both. We can't be this woman anymore in a professional setting. So ball day. Uh, That's my attempt at moving forward in life, right? Progressive. So I will yes. tell you this, yes. that Real my shit. husband's friend just got hired at um, at Microsoft and they told him that when he's like speaking to the group that he's being introduced to, not to say, hey guys, just to say, hey. No, I always used to have a thing about that. Eh? I used to be like, guys, it's something for woman, for man. So why are they calling me guys? But it's just what? something that is in our it's culture. Just, and I think it comes from yeah. other languages because they use as the male the, yeah. pronoun and the male stuff as units, as yeah. multiple. Right. But I digress. So you do US Open. I watched on TV and I wish so next time we could go take the kids because mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear. I didn't know they had like a big kids activity day. So we in there yeah. next year. But that's it for me. I ain't taking these kids nowhere. They ain't going nowhere but to school and to sleep. Okay. These kids? Is that what I know the employees, like the um, admin employees, they started back Thursday in the city. And yeah. they, the state, I'm not sure. Because they're, they're pushing back the mandatory um, testing requirement if you're not vaccinated to October. So I don't well, know Well, DOE, happen, they're but, mandating that all teachers... And school staff 
um, show that they've had at least one dose of the vaccination shot by September 27th. Are they yes. mandating that? Once the FDA yeah. yeah. Or you have to test every week. Is that state or Not city? even test every week. You get kicked off a payroll if you cannot show that you have not oh. taken your first dose of your vaccination by September 27th. Wow. Let me tell y'all something right now. As a legally trained person, I have never thought I would live to see the day where so many legal precedents are going to probably be overturned. Because even though it's like a balance between emergency, aka COVID, and people's human rights and the autonomy that you have in your own body, the lawsuits will write themselves. The court will never be able to catch up because I, I don't even like I, I can't even call it at this point. Like it's it's hard to decide. I mean, it's definitely meets the smell test for what an emergency is. But I don't know, y'all. This is crazy. I mean, but what are we supposed? To, I mean, and this is my opinion, right? We haven't been faced with something like this before. We can't compare this right. to other pandemics. We can't compare this to Spanish flu or whatever. Because as we can see, this shit is just mutating. And it went from elderly and the immunocompromised. Then it went mm -hmm. from immunocompromised, elderly, and pretty much any adult. And now it's affecting Kids. children. It, it has to, at some point- And they're talking about to... vaccinating animals. Because animals get it too. And now you see, oh, and Dana and I, you and I were talking about this earlier. Last week, this Moo variant was in mm -hmm. South America. Then I heard Florida had Moo variants. Moo? I just thought right? it was Delta. Oh, Moo's Moo variant. Dana, you and I were talking. Mm -hmm. This case is in New York. This case is in New Jersey. I just read online. Moo is in 49 of the 50 states now. Awesome. That's the new variant. So what's going to happen? Like, if you don't mandate it, how are we going to get people get to actually, like, yeah. realize that if you don't vaccinate, the variance, is, the variance will continue to happen? Biden yesterday, yesterday or the day oh. before, like, there is, I believe, I want to say a federal, like, he's yeah. trying to federally mandate it. And his yeah. specific words were, we've been patient long enough. Facts. And the thing that made me upset about that is I'm like... Yeah, they were paying people to take these vaccines. That is money that have been going to shelters, to underprivileged kids, into the school system, into the education system. That is just so much money. And like I don't I don't know how else to like do it. But what what's gonna become tricky here is y'all great state. I guess Dina, I'm looking at you. I guess you're the only no, you and Tanisha. All your great state because we're the only foreigners. Wow. Or our great Travis Scott. Travis. Travis aka Annie. Please. Please. Please, y'all. This girl does her hair over. Oh, she's living in love now. Look at that. The the crazy thing is I've never really imagined or thought I would see the day where the same freedoms are being decided for in two different ways. Like, oh, we don't want to wear masks. It's our body, but you can have an abortion. It's not your body. I don't understand how those are not competing interests. It's the same interest, but we're deciding on them very differently. 
it's a very scary time. And I will say this. I am scared shitless. You hear me? I am scared shitless because so this what is I awesome. what I believe mm-hmm. this is how well, it's going time. to happen is that ultimately there's just going to mandate that everybody gets vaccinated. I think when our parents were growing up, they had um I don't know if you pay attention to like your parents' arms that they yes. had to take. So I mean, I'm a teacher, yes. listeners. And um, my principal said to us today that they're going to have people come into the building that is going to give out vaccinations to students and to staff if they want to, right? Um, As long as the parents consent to it. So I remember my mother telling me about her vaccination when she was growing up as a kid. I forget what was the, what was taking place. Smallpox, right? Smallpox. Um, she got her vaccination from school. And so I feel like they're also going to kind of mimic that type of um, behavior. And also they're going to expect that when you provide your immunization card to a school, that, that COVID-19, the COVID-19 vaccine is going to be on there. And to like piggyback off of your point, Marissa, like, so my daughter is not 12 yet. And if she was 12, she would absolutely be vaccinated. But um, I saw like the sign of like a QR code saying that they'll give somebody $250 if they get vaccinated. And if a prize winner, they'll get a full pay trip to Paris. And I'm like, you got people in third world countries that's literally dying get what we have and here we yeah. are paying our American mm-hmm. citizens to well you know I look at it a little bit differently right like th- everything is taking yeah. a hit because of COVID and they see that they see the long term effects of people not being vaccinated and they're fucking scared too people not getting vaccinated and not going back to work affects the economy right so they need to be to have a plan in place they got to figure out something they got to be like okay here take this money and y'all get vaccinated and what's sad about that to me is who you think they target in with that it's us because people of color are the ones that are not getting vaccinated but you're luring us in with money and it's all of of my white friends are vaccinated right it's like my black friends the amount of them are and not I, I tell you, there's a deeper part of that that we need to that we the need amount, to pay attention to. Is that why does that is why is that what it takes for us to do it? Why is it that we jump at a money or a metro card? Like we need to look at ourselves and be like, like why 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 is this the appeal? It should be your health. It should be look. I don't want to well, get somebody else sick. Not. Y'all, they're so, giving it out. I got to, we need to look at ourselves and really think about like our, so I, think, I think the reason for that is stems from a good, a valid concern, right? But it's an outdated theory. Right. I feel like people historically, medicine, the Tuskegee experiment, we've always been experimented on, right? That's true. That's a fact. When the vaccine was first coming out, I too was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, right? Same. Yeah. So I was like, let me think about it. Let me think about it. And then I, you know, I did not even a lot. I did my own research, but then my logic really just kicked into play because it's kind of like, it's 2021. Science is improved. 
the fears that I would have had then aren't really relevant right now. There's things online that you can research. My chances of surviving with this vaccine, I'm, I'm more likely to be more healthy with this vaccine than I am to be sick with this vaccine. So that was how, you know, what I decided. But I have to say it is a, it must be a tough spot to be in mm. because what in my job around my area, a lot of the places that I went for lunch and stuff, they're not there anymore. Yeah. They closed down. They went out of business. You know, people aren't traveling, then there's no gas being sold. It fucks up the dollar. You can't get on the train. You can't support the the train, the local train station. So they kind of have to pick between, and and, and I know that's why they're forcing people back, right? Mm -hmm. They have to pick between sustaining the economy. Yeah. Because New York is open 24-7. It's expensive to be and run New York City, specifically. Other states, of course, they're car states, so they have their own set of problems. But- it's a very hard decision to pick, yeah. but I feel like to your point, like your health is wealth. Like I don't, I don't. You can die more easily if you no. don't have any protection. And guess what? When you send your kids to this is the thing I and I'm gonna stop. This is the thing I don't understand. When my daughter went to school. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. You can't right. go to school without your vaccination card in any country. You cannot go to school unless you're vaccinated. You will have to homeschool your kids, and that's what vaccinations that. Y'all are just pretending to think you know about. I don't know what the fuck is in any of the vaccinations that any of my kids took. I don't know what's in me from the... But what I do know is that I'm still here. And I don't have polio. And I don't have smallpox. And I never had measles, mumps, or rubella. So I don't... I don't... And at the end of the day, my thing has always been like... No one, including... Any of the governments, including the scientists, no one really has a handle on this shit yet. They don't fully understand COVID yet. So why am I going to want a chance? Why why am I going to take a chance of getting something that doctors really don't have a handle on yet? Well, the opposite of that is true, right? I agree with you, but the opposite of that is also true. If you don't really know, and that's what, that's what they're arguing. Like, if you don't really know all of what it is, then why am I taking it while you're unsure? But it's a probability kind of equation that you have to decide for yourself. But like, it's a selfish, yeah. it's a selfless decision and people are being selfish about and it. And MJ has to go to the emergency room. The emergency room was filled yeah. with older people in beds. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like everybody in the emergency room was 65 and above. And I know it was COVID. I'm good, dude. Like I, I'm not... The way I look at it is, especially with the vaccine, is that what a lot... Of, so there are a couple of ways to look at it too, right? Misinformation and fake yes, news is, is a really scary thing right now because people can choose to believe what they want to believe regardless of what the actual truth is, right? And people have a thing with the vaccine. They feel like it's been done too quickly, but... If we really look at what's going on, they've been working on yes. this particular vaccine for a long time. They were just able to get all of the funding to speed it up. And 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 as far as I'm concerned, in 2021, you better be able to come up with a vaccine quick. It shouldn't take decades and decades. Agreed. Like the kind of technology y'all got now, it should be quick. Why should we expect anything I mean, else? They can tell you that. I mean, when I was pregnant with Mila. And I had an amniocentesis, like because I'm a nerd. 
And they're like, oh, we can actually find out the sex of the baby, right? Because you had an amnio and we went into the sack. And I'm like, well, how exactly does that happen? And the doctor explained to me like, oh, from this, basically we pull out the, the fluid from the baby and we put it in a controlled environment under specific lighting in a specific environment. And what that actually does is the cells speed up right, in that environment to the point where you can identify oh, wow. what the sex of the baby right. is, right? And that's also how they, the chromosomes, I should say, develop and they can tell if the baby has, like, any abnormalities yeah. because it's basically for speeding up the, the genesis. So I'm sure that they can do it faster mm-hmm. now. And, and even so, like, that's an example. Like, all, all the things in pregnancy that we have, like, now that they can tell... Yes genetics they can tell sex yes. early they can tell you they can treat you for problems there's men there women that have hiv their babies don't have to get it right. they have hiv so science has come a long way and i feel like this is a perfect subject to talk but about before the we get to the fuckery that's texas oh, in on. terms of like this propaganda that you know annie brought up it's it's hurtful to our community because you have someone like my mother who needs to get vaccinated and refuses to get vaccinated because she buys into the propaganda that is being spewed to her. And I just think that people need to be more responsible about what they put out on social media because yeah, it's it's never happening. It's not happening. Tanisha, today I watched a video, I watched a a news report on CNN where um, uh, one of the reporters met with this woman who basically posts fake news all day long, all day long, right? I know exactly. And the fact checkers be like, no, no, no. And she always ends up in Facebook jail. And so he was like, well, why do you continue to post it? And she was like, because... She, you think she saw my mother there? My mother be in Facebook jail. I know, your mother stay in Facebook jail. <laughs> She's staying in Facebook jail. jail for what? For staying in She be cussing people. Oh, my God. When Trump was in office, she always be cussing the Trumpets. She'd be like, I'm in Facebook jail again. I can't say anything on Facebook. So she basically said that the fact checkers were biased. So what my the thing that's always been scary for me is what's the what is who is the person or where's the information coming from that is going to make everyone yeah. believe this one piece of information? I don't I think we've gone way past that. People want to believe what they want to believe. A girl I know, a girl I know today posted that the sperm, <laughs> unvaccinated sperm. The price for unvaccinated sperm what? has gone up twenty one thousand percent. So my mother did you heard that me. To my son. She posted that. No, she buying unvaccinated sperm. Oh, she know? Because an article, an article from some website that so my ever so my mother said to this. my sons that they need to be careful about being vaccinated because they have to be careful of infertility, right? And like. You're you're playing, but the the thing is 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 that these people are kind of playing into people's fears, right? And then it's like, well, let me just kind of stay away from this. Yeah, it's hurting our community in particular because our community in particular, and for our listeners, we're all women of color. Um, you know, are dying at a higher rate than the other population of people. And like when you spew this irresponsible rhetoric 
right and people buy in and listen to it it's really hurting yeah. us and i think that we just need to be more responsible about you know what we say what we put out and you know how we convey this information i mean hell half of people from our community eat popeye's chicken and we don't know what the hell they put Popeye's chicken, and I we love me some Popeye's chicken. Why it tastes so crunchy and amazing? However, I do too, yeah, but I know it's wrong. I know it's bad. You can't say that I'm gonna reject <laughs> bad, something bad that's thing. gonna save my life, and then indulge in something that's yeah. gonna uh, that's gonna bring harm or potential harm to your life, right, or to your health. So I just want our listeners to be out there, just kind of do your own research don't buy into the whatsapp text messages and people who say that they're doctors but mm-hmm. because there's nobody checking if that person is a doctor or not like i can go on and say that i'm a medical doctor and right. you would not know whether it's true or not but just really do your research and really right. we're pro vaxxers here so Please go ahead and get yourself vaccinated. Yes. Get the information that's needed. So I, I hate the fact that we even have to touch on this because just the thought of it just upsets to. me so much. But um Same. yo, Texas is a shit state and I, I don't know yeah. if any of our listeners oh. yeah, say it. I'm saying it now. I'm with Texas you. is a shit state. I'm with you, I'm with you cause I'm you right now. And my father needs to come yes, back. And I'm going to say it. I'm, I, when I moved to this country, within, a, I want to say, four years of me living in this country and not realizing what this shit was, y'all dragged a man by the, y'all tied a man to the back of a pickup truck and dragged him to death. And I never forget James Bird, all them mother cunts. So, all is that shit stands since, since we Since we call pronoun in your mothers and your, your mother and your father cunts. I, and we know y'all don't like cunts, but we didn't. Right, because I don't know what all they them is. But <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all, y'all a shit-ass state. What y'all just did to women, what y'all just did to victims of rape, and it's sick. Uh, it's so, it's, let's back up. Let's oh, back up. Like, I just get so angry. Let's set the stage, right? I'm not, again, like the one thing that I have America? always been interested in is America. The America is the makeup of their court system. <laughs> the America, right? America. America. And America. America. And my beautiful, beautiful twin island of Trinidad. Yeah. You know, we have the most beautiful woman, the most best everything. Our people, the professionalism is a little, Absolutely. you know, not all there, right? We're talking about a country where they curse each other in like Congress. Like if that's what you, our version, the red house, they didn't fight, argue, not physically fight, but they argue and people stormed in there with guns, just like the insurrection, but whatever. So coming into this country and really understanding the legal system, you know, I realized that that is how America sustains itself, right? They sell freedom, they sell independence, they sell decision-making. Enter Roe versus Wade in 1973. Well, the court ruled that an abortion is legal as long as the fetus isn't viable, which is different in different states, right? Because different there's commerce, there's a lot of moving parts here. But two things have always been really litigated here. The first one is they usually say, oh, 
you they used to say you have to have a cooling down period, right? They would you would go into the clinic and they would say, oh, show you all these terrible pictures, and then tell you go think that you have to go in three or four days before your 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 procedure. And the intent of that was really to scare you and give you enough time to feel like I'm making the wrong decision, right? So the court was like, that is unconstitutional. You do not have the right to police women's bodies and the decision-making like that. And if you want to have a cooling off period, it should be a reasonable time, which is not three weeks, right? That Which is what some of the states used to say. Sometimes you find out late and they're like three weeks. By the time you get there, it's too late. That's always been heavily litigated. The other thing that was always heavily litigated is the period of time after which you can have an abortion, right? It always was the ruling that you cannot determine, like it's very difficult to determine viability. They came up with specific time periods, whatever. What Texas did, and I have to say, it was smart, but it's fucked up. They decided to work around Roe v. Wade and has determined that in the state of Texas, a fetus can be determined to be viable at six weeks. Half the time, you don't even know you're pregnant. So essentially, what this is doing is basically taking away a woman's right to have an abortion because they're eventually what they're really saying is by the time you have determined or realized, most people realize that you're pregnant, it is now too late to have an abortion. Essentially, outlawing abortion. And I cannot fucking believe the Supreme Court, initially, they, they didn't hear it. They were silent. And then they heard it. And then they came down with that shit. And I have never... But did anybody dissent? Did anybody not... Of course. Um, Thomas, I mean, he always does. They had their heads in the sand. Right? She was like, what's, going, what's, what's happening here? Like, I, I, don't, like, I don't understand what's... How, there's, there's no factual... The facts here are not yeah. different than any of the hundreds of abortion cases that was brought before the Supreme Court. And it's kind of like over the last five years, they've been taking shots at Roe versus Wade. Roe, shots, shots. They've been trying very hard to weaken that law for me. And because women of all races have an abortion, have abortions, arguably more so, I forget what the statistics is, I think it's most, more white women than black women have second baby abortions, Right. Most black women have abortions the first round, but I think there's a study, I can't remember the name of it, that said it's yeah. more common amongst the white population for second children, right? So you have this law that's outlawing this, affecting everybody, and for the life of me, I don't understand how we got here. I literally don't understand, because this is the beginning of the iceberg. What's going to happen is if we don't get a handle on this, and I see the Department of Justice sued them yesterday or today, if they don't get a handle on this, all other states are going to follow suit. And then once this is done, you could come for any precedent. You could come for any precedent. You could come for the University of, of Michigan versus all of those cases, those racial discrimination cases. You could come for all of the Brown versus Board of Education cases. What is next? If you are attacking the precedents that support America so, and give us diversity so, to live here, we don't have no They're already coming for the law that protects Native Americans what? from losing their kids. They're coming for that next, apparently. That, that we live in a sick-ass country. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a sick... You know that law that there's a law in place that yes. they can't take your kids because they were taking Native American people's kids for so yes. many decades and I mean for like a god probably like a century. Why? They're trying to they're trying to strike down that law next. 
I think they just trying so to literally so trying to make America great again. We met a couple while we were in Miami that's from Texas. And what was like interesting to me is that they do not need to. So when it comes to their Second Amendment right of carrying a weapon, nobody needs to act like I don't need to have a license. I can go ahead and just go ahead and purchase a, 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 yeah. a weapon. But for me to make a decision about my body and whether or not I'm going to go ahead and have a kid or whether I can financially support a kid or not, you're you're restricting me and telling me that I can't have an abortion after six weeks. And so I just feel like almost like Texas is kind of creating this de facto type of, like, you can't have an abortion because most women are not going to know that they're pregnant until probably around the time of six weeks. And then let's say, hell, they find out at five weeks. Yeah, like, you're not really even as as early as four weeks. Process and make a clear decision on what I think is best for me and my family or for myself. This is the, and not not just that, yeah. Right, looking at how these things kind of roll out. If they are, this shit just yeah. really does make me sick to my stomach. If you are coming for a president that was decided in nineteen fucking seventy three, right? You have just shaken the foundation of abortion law. So what do you, you think they about to be selling plan B's everywhere? You know what they're going to do. They're going to start putting all those hobby lobbies, all those companies. They're going to put their money together. They're going to put pressure on these contraceptives. They're going to prevent access. That's what happens. Because if you weaken the foundation of, of this freedom, nothing really can sustain it. Like nothing is sustainable. And it, it is sickening. So even though this decision is made with women on the Supreme Court, is by its you looked Sotomayor in her face and came down in support of Texas. Absolutely, that shit is bonkers. But Stop I mean, the fucking court. In having Stop this playing. discussion with my That's husband, like he that. brought up a valid point in regards to the census and the fact that white folks' population is decreasing, right and he feels like the fact uh, the fact that Texas passed such a law to the point where only a woman has a small window of time to decide whether or not she's going to proceed with having an abortion or not, right, is really a direct um, response to, you know, the decrease of white, of white population um, and tr- hopefully increasing that population which would thereby in return have political power for, you know, to continue and maintain white supremacy in this nation. So, well, they're going to come for contraceptives next time. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Plan B, all of those things are going to be difficult to access because if they're trying to keep women pregnant, abortion is just not the only contraceptive. They're going to come for everything else sooner than later. And it's just very sick disappointed and again thinking about the decisions like you the governor of texas passed a law was trying to put through an executive order to support his his prevention of mask wearing in kids even though the kids are falling down to the ground in texas yeah. i think what is it two hundred and eighty-two thousand kids have gotten COVID since school opened what two weeks ago 
And he is still trying to support his known anti-mask mandate. One thing I just don't have an explanation for. I don't understand that part. Enjoy the freedom of autonomy for yourself. You want to make the choice to not wear a mask, but then you want to tell me what to do with my body. A body that you, it's not like you're taking that money that abortion clinics get and putting it into welfare to support kids. You're not putting it into the educational system. So what is the end game here? Like, I don't even know. And to, to your point, Tanisha, yeah, that's a valid concern. But at the end of the day, you pre- you preventing, if you preventing minorities, like, I don't, it, it still doesn't even make sense no matter how you flip it, right? Because, okay, you're preventing abortion because you want to consolidate your power, but this is yeah, but abortion. Has I'm not. Sure. I don't know what the numbers are, right? I don't know. I, I've never looked at the numbers, but I highly, do. I highly doubt that, especially black women. I, I am just waiting for somebody to have a protest where women from across the nation just have a T-shirt with the amount of abortions that they've had and just kind of fucking walk the streets of Texas. I want you to know that I would definitely be one of those women all day, all day. I'll be right there. I'll be right no there, shame. Girl. All no day. shame. And no shame. Okay? It's it's deplorable. And you know what? I, it feels like we're starting over. Like it's, yes. it's, But you know how it makes us look so terrible? Mexico just decriminalized abortion. Like this. Yes. Not Absolutely. a state of Mexico. I saw that. All of and Mexico. And they call it the heart. And what was so endearing is that they decided to call Stupid. it the heartbeat act. Right. Oh, so sweet. You don't really know what you don't hear yeah. a heartbeat of a child yeah. until nine weeks, eight yeah. weeks of pregnancy. Like not at six weeks are you hearing a heartbeat. Not no six weeks. Which is why it's problematic because that's what the that's what the that's what the law really was. It's like, oh, you detect a heartbeat, there's a viable the question has always been what is a viable fetus, right? And that is what has been litigated back and forth for years, right? What is viable? Does it have a heartbeat? Does it have a soul? Can it breathe? Can it breathe on its own? All of these things go into making that decision. And Texas uniformly has decided that a, a fetus, like, you know, in vitro, is at no. six weeks yeah. is a viable fetus, even yeah. though it's not even, it's the size of a pea. Just absorbing the mother's nutrients. And then it's, 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 and then it's all of the things that go along with this, like yeah. passing on generational trauma, passing on poverty, Passing yep. out all those things that go into your yep. decision making when you are deciding to have an abortion. Yep. Victims of rape, victims of abuse, like oh, all those things honey, that they asked the, the governor about. What about victims of rape and incest? And you know what he said? That I what they're going to do is get the rapists off the street. streets. We <laughs> are going to arrest the rapists. But and- didn't they also say that? For a woman that what? does get an abortion after six weeks, they're looking at like the death penalty or Absolutely. like time yeah. time in jail. No, yeah. with people already calling to report women. People, are yeah. So it's like, so you're gonna that. you're gonna kill. Oh, yeah. You're gonna you're trying to ban from killing your child. Wow. But if I kill my own child, you kill in return. Kill me. Oh fuck. So my question I'm is, I'm telling you, we're living in bonds. the handmade. What do you think is an appropriate age to talk about abortion? Because I want you to know that my daughter, because of all of this news, have asked, what is an abortion? And I have not answered that question as of yet. I don't know how to answer that question. (laughs) 
Wait a sec, go in your bed. How do you approach to your kids? You know? No, but how do you how do you talk about that? This generation is different. They can handle a lot more than you think. Me, I'd have been like, oh my god, killing a baby. Oh, it's the craziest thing I've heard. I feel like I could definitely have that conversation with Ella and she'd be like, Oh, get it. Like I totally get it. And yeah. She would have an argument. They would she would she would have an argument. Absolutely. And then she would go about and and buy a t shirt with something about it. Because that's what she just do. She's like, pro pro choice, you know? You gotta, I think, I think for that, your question, Tanisha, I think imagine, God, I can't even imagine Mila asking me. She probably asked me tomorrow, right? Because she was asking me questions about same sex couples last year. But, and she's four. But I think you control the message, right? You have to be able to say to her, give her the information so she doesn't get misinformation. Now, where I know it will be hard. Because if it was my child, oh. she would turn around and ask me. Yeah. So quite honestly, I don't have a question, but <laughs> it did come up this weekend. And um, I was like, all right, let's just wait to have a conversation with, with me and your dad. You know, I didn't want to just kind of. So you don't think it would be, you don't think it'd be more appropriate? I don't know, because I think sometimes females? I don't I'm just, know. I'm, not, I'm just being devil's advocate. I'm not good at gauging of what is child appropriate at times. And so I feel like my husband presents um, a balance to my, like, I can just be, I can tell you, yeah, I'm very factual and not considering the emotional implications that may come about from me being factual. And I'm not trying to be an asshole or, you know, um, mm-hmm. have you on somebody's therapy couch, but you know, I, he's good at kind of gauging that emotional right. aspect where I'm not as good as gauging that emotional aspect. And I, I mean, he me that she wants to be a doctor and she wants to deliver babies. Right. So, <sighs> well, we went to, um, Does she or do we you, are you saying that in her ears when she goes to sleep at night? a couple of our friends and one of one of them was is a doctor and she asked her independently from myself she asked her when can i shadow you what would be an appropriate age for me to come in and without me right i didn't even profit oh, i didn't have a conversation oh God, about wow. it um but That's she amazing. wants to be if she's going to be a doctor she wants to be an OBGYN, and i feel like this is such an appropriate conversation to have in oh, regard wow. to the science behind um, this whole abortion thing, but I just so that would be a good way to address it with her. Like start with That's she might be right. factual like you, so maybe you give her the facts, and then Greg, yeah. Greg can yeah. your husband can jump in and give the empath the empathy side of it. Yeah, guys, you know what's scary right now? I'm googling right because I wanted to give the accurate statistics. When I Google statistics for abortion across races, all I'm getting is fake news. The first article that comes up on Google is, it basically says that this abortion law is going to help Black wow. maternal care because it's going to decrease the amount of Black maternal deaths. How? I, How is that possible? Because if you have, like, 
Wait, are they insinuating that abortion is what leads to maternal because black maternal death? Because we're dying by giving birth. Get the fuck out of here. Not by not wow. giving birth. So don't, that don't, doesn't don't. really make sense to me. Exactly. Yeah. That makes no sense. Because what happens to the woman who, if she has another child, she will die and she gets raped or gets pregnant so by accident. The rapist are not going to be there anymore. They're going to no. But I'm saying if her. so, say say your doc, the doctor says to the woman, if you have another child, you will die, and she gets pregnant pregnant by accident. They said, so what do you do in then? both cases? They can make a special arrangement oh, for, for thank, people like that. Thank you. Thank you. But not for yeah, but it's, it's not going to be easy. And what's going to happen is once they once you shake the foundation of the precedent, which is Roe versus Wade, Yeah, it chips away automatically at everything else, right? Those exceptions are going to be harder. I don't know what the end... Listen, I don't know what the end game here. I also just saw an article that says like the birth rate is declining, which is so crazy because that is also what, again, The Handmaid's Tale is about, right? The Handmaid's Tale is a story about women essentially kind of being enslaved in Orthodox religion. And the whole reason for it is because the birth rate was declining. And so then they decided to do away with the entire government and they they basically just make women breeders to bring the birth rate up. And literally the articles so that, that I'm seeing, I have no idea why these so fake ass articles are coming up. That's what they're talking so about. That, the fact that the birth rate is dropping and there's so much more abortion and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. So trying to minimize that yeah. to increase the birth rate for a, for a, a ut, well, that what I would say to you is that, that the birth COVID, rate, the birth that people, rate that I would is decreasing. Right? People are not putting on the additional burden of having children in order to live a particular lifestyle. And that is to have a lifestyle of traveling, living this luxury life, and they're comfortable yeah. with just being with their partner, whoever that partner is, and just not having children. So, I mean, I would say that that is a factual statement. Um, I think that kind of holds true with more of the lighter hue population, but I feel like people of color of the BIPOC of the BIPOC community, they tend to have more. I'm curious to see what the statistics are. So what is your end game? That's my point. What is the end game? The end game is so that that they're women. Listen, if we want to approach the end game is control. Yeah. It's control. Well, I know that. But like long term, if it is that you are trying to increase the birth rate by planning uh, by preventing easy access to abortion, then how is it that you're trying to control your population? Because because black women, it affects black women and white women just the same. So we can't have abortions in Texas just like the white people can't have abortions in Texas. So what is your end game here? You're not providing support. You're not providing care. You're not providing welfare. You don't want democracy. You're passing laws against voting, but then you want to outlaw abortion. Like, what do you? What What is your plan? What do you? What would you yeah. like to happen in your perfect world? So that everything is the, the way it was in the 1950s. That's legit. Because here's the thing, right? But that one because this, the abortion thing, woman I didn't really like the abortion thing. I wasn't really that surprised about because I knew they were coming for it. I know they've been trying to come for it for so long. They have tried so many different ways, all different angles, and they won this time. That striking down that native, um, that law that protects Native American I mean, children, that's the one I mean, that I'm I like, think, what's the end game here? I think that it's all Y'all still trying to why? take their kids. Why? Right. If you think about education and you think about. It's all tied the, in. Um, yes. 
not teaching children about the truth of American history, then you tie that into not having not having abortions and having children, then that means that I get to educate. Teachers of Texas can go to jail if they teach the truth, right? So it's like kind of like you're, conti- you're continuously almost brainwashing another generation of people, right? So that you can con- maintain and consolidate that power. And then you have Native yeah. Americans, right? And I mean, the intention behind Mm -hmm. taking a Native American children and educating them in American schools, again, is to brainwash and assimilate them to white culture, white supremacist culture. You kind of keep that power in the hands of these old white men, right? And my, my son made a huge, I mean, to the point where Marissa had to call me and laugh at me in regards to what his statement was but my son felt like yo these senators and these governmental these government officials that's representing these states should have a time limit like you should not be 70 years old or 80 years old representing a state any state governing a state or any state right like you are not in tune with and that is Question, what is taking right? place in our society that today. is my question is it that there do we think that their ego is so run afoul that they want to control women in this way because it's completely illogical what this decision will do because if you're trying to maintain and consolidate your population your control this ain't the way to do it because like minorities historically have more children than than white families so you still are going to have a smaller population when you do a comparative analysis so are you that obsessed like with the way things were because there's nothing you could do to make it the way it was again like i literally spent hours trying to and, and the supreme court is there be a bunch of pussies Right. Because the way to do this is if you feel strongly like if you're going to say text, you're not going to strike down Texas's ban on six weeks of, of after six weeks abortion, then you should fucking overturn Roe versus Wade. That's what you should do. Stand in your truth. But but hey, Joe, pack the court. It's time for new justices. There's nothing in the Constitution that says we need to have seven. And yes, I understand that those things are difficult because you don't want every president to be coming into you know, presidency adding but their own judges, it kind of becomes a free about ball. challenging but precedents. Yeah. They this, go ahead enough, and they do whatever they want. And this so, to your point of packing the court, I say, fuck it, pack the court. And pack the court. I mean, man, so the problem with that is if we get another Trump and yeah. they pack the court, then it's, it's like a reversal, right? It's an unbalanced scale, which is really not what justice is supposed to be. But like, yo, call Olivia Pope, like something. Like we need to, we need to get ahead, ahead of this because I'm telling y'all right now, this is the beginning of the fucking end. We have no protection. We have no support. They come in for women first. They come in for their own women first. You think they're not coming for us after? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't even. I mean, it's my worst nightmare. Like packing the court is not... I mean, it worked for FDR, but that was a whole different set of circumstances and a whole different evil. So, you know, I'm saying that very freely because I don't, me, in my limited 
knowledge. I don't know an, another way. So what I would say to you is that this, again, Trump has the definitely left his I mean, mark. We're going to wake up tomorrow. We can't ride the bus. Our black. circuit court and, women? and our Supreme Court are packed with nothing but Ooh, conservative girl. judges. Right? And Ooh. you mentioned the census before. The census, the most recent census really fucking shook people to their core because more of us filled out the census and now they're really seeing who live where and what it is that they need. I listened to a podcast about this girl who was a Native American, like she had won a, um, she had won a pageant, like she was like the Native American princess, something or the other, but one of the things that she wanted to work on was getting Native Americans counted for the census because throughout history, they've never really been counted. In in the past, the census workers would show up to your house and decide how many yep. people were in your house and purposely yep. undercount Native Americans so that they didn't receive the services and the things that they needed, right? That being said, this census counted way more of them and counted way more of us even long island looked different right and guess what because the supreme court overruled trump right and allowed the census to be done properly so you overrule trump to make sure the census was being pro- done properly but then you don't strike down this right so, so i think we i think i think for our listeners what's important is i i would take a different approach right now yeah, I would say the best way to take care of yourself and your family is to do research, prepare yourself for what's to come. I think people need to get in the yeah. fight in whatever way you can, because this is not like a it's not an individual self-care. I think we need a herd mentality. I think we need group self-care. I think we need race self-care. I think we need self-preservation. And I think that that's the way to do it. It's very tricky in this time, but I think to arm yourself and to make sure you are okay, I think we just all got to get in the fight because it's, it's and whether that means donating, whether that means charity, whether that means you're using your platform for good and not evil, the best form of self-care in the face of what this all looks like right now is to arm yourself, like literally arm yourself, but then also arm yourself in your brain and make sure that you have the correct information Voting is important at the lit city and local government level. All of this, all of these things are important. If you are moving, I think it's it's time to like, and you hear this come up every election time, but you never really think a bit about about of it in terms of self care and self preservation. But like, shorty, if you you are transplant and you living in New York, you from Texas, you better keep voting in Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, we just need to be better politically because no, I don't know anybody that saw this coming in this way. No, so. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental. So do I would all say the things you that you that, need to do to keep you know, sane in this time. But like, I don't am all for. I'm waiting think for somebody to, to create right a now. protest with women with t-shirts with abortions because I would be up there, number one. That's right. I would be a nasty woman up there protesting. But most importantly, nasty woman. When it comes to, when it comes down to your children, I would I've definitely. Not recommend the state of Florida, not recommend the state of Texas, because quite honestly, if I'm not allowed, if my children's teachers are not allowed to teach the truth about American history, then that's a problem within itself. And you have to think about that. You have to think about um, 
how children are going to make decisions, how they look at life, how they're, and we're going to keep on doing the same old, same old dance with no real change if we're not addressing what really happened in this nation and our next generation is bound to make the same um make the same mistakes if we don't teach the truth so absolutely would not move my kid to a state where truth is not able to be taught in their classrooms yeah take a break you yeah. know what i'm saying like take a beat it's just yeah. important like stakes are high right now emotions are high people are fear i'm definitely scared in a way that i've never been before and until things get back to the way they we think they should be, like we just have to use our yeah. own resources, like educate our own children. Like Tanisha, that was, you know, Jordan asking, and that's important, right? Because if you don't do that, like that fucks with her self-care. She doesn't really know what's going on. And then she's going to school with mixed race people of different conservative views. And then they may be telling her one thing and she brings that into the household. And then it's kind of like, now you have to retrain her thought or reintroduce information for her. But Take care of ourselves right now, guys, because this is a long fight. And remind them justices that they're not constitutionally bound to be seven. FYI. Yeah, bitches. Right. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, guys, thank you for <laughs> listening to Tired Moms Talk. No, guys. You have to use different pronouns. Guys, for listening to Tired Moms Talk, please find us on Spotify, Apple, and all your other listening platforms. Tired Moms. And... Take us out, Tanisha. Take, take us out, Tanisha. Bye, guys. All right, we done. Bye. <laughs> Going on in bed. Going on in bed. <laughs> <laughs>